Drinking dirty sprite cars. Is that how it's starting? It weren't a dirty sprite. Cause they dirty sprite it. and that like future. No, no, man. Future Hendrix. <sighs> no, man. I'm, I'm generations before him, man. Trust me. Yeah, this mic's kind of wonky. Are right, you good? You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, that chair. Some hard chairs. Like sleepy, some sleepy, <laughs> sleepy, bro. Not leave here. I will tell you that. Yeah, no, that's, 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 that, that chair. That chair is dangerous. Yeah, exactly. I was standing yesterday next to um to Cheryl, yeah, and just every couple of minutes, I'm just I feel myself rocking. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just touch me if I get tired and fall asleep. Yeah. Listen, no, you'll be alright. No, it won't be that, man. We lit. Do you want funny? We're going. Yes. 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 Phones off, guys. Come on now. It's not your first rodeo. Off the cuff pod. I'm here with Mr. Vance to my left. Come on. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. And we have. Right, man's back in it like his juice. You're hearing that? It sounded like Sprite, but it really wasn't. We have Mr. Mr. Foles. But yeah, that's, that's I it, can that's tell it. this is your first time, innit? Uh, this is your first time lead mic. No, 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 mate. I've been doing lead mic since I was 15, bro. Trust mm. me. But mic controller, telling you. But yeah, Foles forever right here in the seat. He just nodded, guys, because he feels like we can hear that. <laughs> Appreciate you. And, uh, and uh, <laughs> naturally. And special guest, announce yourself, come on. What's up, people? Elliot Ray, musicfootballfatherhood.com. In the first building. time on the podcast and all that. Yeah. Regular listener, regular Come listener. On. Happy to be here. Listen, I'm happy I'm Tabellion because he's been supporting us from early. Yeah, man. The day dot. When, from, when yeah. the early supporters, we even linked up at the um, when Chucky had his thing for half cast at Red yeah, Bull. Yeah, last summer, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, it was last year. Yeah. It's funny. I was there with Mo that right. day. And look where Mo is now, mm. a year later. Mm. So it it's, it's, it's good. Yeah, year. it's good to see everyone's progress. Yeah, man. It's been long overdue. But aside from that, we'll get into your stuff in a minute. It is a special day. Well, what's the day? I'm wondering. I'm really curious. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, let me just say something. <laughs> Houdini H is full of shit. Yeah. Today is his birthday. Today's his birthday. Happy Earth Day. Happy birthday. Long life, prosperity. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Actually. More health, wealth. Hey, listen, H ain't Houdini today, you know. Yeah, now he's live today. in a cut, like out and bad on my Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> very much out here you know it is you gotta bless everyone at least once mm. every year do you know what I mean so I thought my birthday is an appropriate day but I'd like to I'd like to, I'd like to thank Mr. Vans for coming with the, the I can't pronounce that one you have to do it for me what the Muscador yeah see I, Muscador. I, I'm used to things like Henny yeah Ray and Nephew at least like names Ray <laughs> and his nephew like straightforward names <laughs> that I can awesome, relate man. to do you know yeah. what I mean Sometimes you gotta try new things. Now there we go, there we go. So uh, I've got, I've got a fan these lot, and I appreciate them, and they've come a long way in their podcast. Do you know what I mean? So I like to give a round of applause for. The, well, not give. I like everyone at home to clap. Elliot, I mean, <laughs> guys, <laughs> imagine being at home <laughs> just clapping. <laughs> no, no, but you're not. So, you know, we've, got, is, we've got social listeners. They're not clapping. You know, people do that. Like even a podcast, someone says, "Oh, like raise your eyebrow if you agree." I'll be Trust on the me. chain. Just like, 
No one, no one's doing <laughs> I respect that. You're, you're, you're very much invested. Bro, I'm a, I, we've I'm got still li- we've got still listeners. Fam. Even one of last week, obviously, when we dropped the podcast, because um, we didn't drop it on Thursday, the usual segment, one of the girls like, yeah, listen, I, I took you off my Thursday rotation, cause it, cause yeah. so can you come back to the usual Cut Thursday? Throat. So I was like, yes. I told you, they don't care. They just want their podcast yeah, on time. That's important. Do you know what? I do the same thing. I'll be like, okay, cool. On the way home, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to listen to Off The Cuff, listen to yes. this. Oh my car man consistency no of course hey, consistency is you, key man we, like the people need us apparently so yeah listen look i want everyone here yeah, that listened last week here yeah, i hope you're all in agreement was mr vans in rare form last week he sounded super form, happy you know? what's going on like can i address this please because like no but it sounded like you had fam, you know what yeah as soon as it dropped everyone was like what's going on with mr vans why does he sound mad happy? I'm like, what do I normally sound depressed or something? No, honestly, honestly, as 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 a bridge, like, forget the podcasting in it, bro. You was happy as fuck that week. Fucking hell! Did she finally text you back? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I was just feeling good about himself in it. Like, just come through, like fresh trim and that, live in the cut. Saturday, no job, no nothing. That's what it is, you know. <laughs> no job, no kid. That's what it yeah. is. That Saturday feeling. Fresh Extra relaxation on my ones. So if I want to get you in the right mood, that's, that, that sounds a bit mad. But if I want to get you in the right mood, come on, man. Really early. You're not one drink, bro. What's moonlight. Guys, where you guys bought me? Where you guys bought me? Moonlight. Is this off the cuff? Yeah. If I want, if I want to get you in the right mood, Mr. Fans, yeah. So we've got we've got record on Saturdays. Hey, that's a bit mad, still. Nah, leave that in there. Nah, man. Maybe ambiguous. Hey, I don't know, man. I don't proper know. I was like, yeah, so I'm happy. I'm happy or happy. Yeah, whatever it was. And I tell you what, the next Saturday that we're going to be recording, August 5th. Yeah. SO Live Festival, baby. There we go. Be there. I've got a drink for everyone. Wait, oh, so you've, okay, so you, yeah. All right, talk it's, that talk. I'm not buying drinks for people. I will have a drink for people. He's literally going to ration it one drink per person. <laughs> yes. Real stush barman. Hey, listen. I don't know what you think this is. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> have you been spending, yeah. spending the day though, H? Because obviously it's your birthday. Have you got something lined up? Come on, I've got something for you, like a special treat. I know, but is, is that you lined up for me or is that? No, no, it is, it is lined up for you. Like for when though? We, we we can arrange dates and stuff. Like okay, if you want it, if you want me to fly it in. All right, we, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk later. I hope you hope no, later you're between something you know nice and soft and just. Do you know what, a good do you know what it is, yeah? See me at my particular age, which is not being with at this moment in time. <laughs> <laughs> I just took a moment, like, today I, did, I didn't do too much. Usually yeah. I'd be doing so much, but today I was kind of just... How did you wake up? Because, like, you that's know, a thing for me. Like, when I wake up on my birthday, I'm like, where's the henny at? <laughs> do you know what? I know that one. I know that one very Bust well. off that champs early. No, no, see, I, I, I left Champs in the late. cornflakes. Like, I left everything till really late, so today... I literally woke up. First thing that came to mind is, I need some laundry. So I started doing my laundry. I oh, I, some I grown did, shit. Yeah, so I, I did. Say. I did household activities. Do you mm. know what I mean? And I kept the day, the day very clear and simple. I didn't want to do too much. I didn't want to overwhelm myself. And I thought, let me keep it normal. Whatever happens will happen. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So right now, I'm supposed to be somewhere. I'm not there. But I had to. She'll but, wait. She'll wait. Yeah, I've heard that one before. But... <laughs> So with that being the case, you know, what I mean, I'm, I'm kind of just taking it, like I'm taking everything within my stride. I'm not, I'm not rushing. It. I'm not trying to, you know, when you're younger and you have a birthday, you're yeah. trying to live. Every Do we still moment. enjoy birthdays you know like that crazy like at, at this age though? Um, 
Unless it's the milestones, I don't reckon so. To be honest, with me, like I'm, I've always been that person, like whether I'm like having a big celebration or not, like I'm always appreciative, like on my birthday, because there's a lot of fuckery that happens in life. So when you're here for like that extra year, you just have to be grateful, man. Mm. Oh yeah, no, I mean? I'm so definitely, definitely grateful. I always have that perspective, like so when people tell me like, ah, oh, uh, I'm not really like. It's just, it's just my birthday, innit? Like, I'm like, nah, man, be grateful. Some people don't make it. Nah, no, it's true. There's I a lot of people you, that don't wake up. Yeah, you got to, innit? Because at the end of the day, life is here. You have to enjoy yourself. you got to take those moments when you can celebrate, to mm. celebrate. Even if it's something small, so I don't always go raving now, but... Yeah, meal, it doesn't necessarily... Out, it it have doesn't have to be raving. Like, just recommend them, go for a drink, you go know for I mean? a like, <laughs> <laughs> Whatever floats your boat, nah. G... You slid that in way too well. <laughs> no, because you can't casually go brothel until you reach a certain age. You know what I mean? Like, wow, what age, exactly what age is that? Brothel? 40 plus. Wow, 40 plus? Yeah. What midlife crisis kind <laughs> of age? <laughs> like, it's like, do you know what I mean? It's like, ah, right, cool. Gotta pick up the kids. Gotta go to work. Gotta go do some filing. I reckon those guys that like, do go to the brothel, yeah, like, it probably does save their relationship on a certain level. He really loves his wife, but she just might not be spicing up enough for him. So he just needs to go there, release some tension. But you know the thing is, he's got yeah. a long working week, and it's 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 better than him going to start talking something new, and like get emotionally invested and well, you think, seeing you think her. You think man can't get emotionally invested in the brothel. No, no, no. Man can get. Not, emotionally not with these Eastern European chicks. There's no way. What them Eastern block? No way in hell. Drinking K cider as soon as you meet them. <laughs> They've been trained by the KGB. You're not. There's no emotion. Is strictly business <laughs> transactions. <laughs> do you th- do you think one of the man them is gonna is gonna like, them yeah, girls there are giving you a straight face? <laughs> no, do you know what I say right now? Screw yeah. face. I, I, this, They've listen. gone through that ISIS training. Here's the, here's There's the no reality. way in hell you're gonna be like, yeah, I'm just gonna scoop a girl. Nope. Let, this really, isn't pretty woman. You're not pause, gonna save pause, her. It's pause. not happening. <laughs> pause, let me give you the reality. Yeah. Here's the thing in it. The reality is a lot of people are hostages in their relationships. They don't realise it. Yeah. They know it. I feel like you've got someone particular in mind. No, I have multiple individuals. Okay, cool. Wow. Do you know what I mean? So a lot of people are, are hostages in their relationships. Do you know what yeah. I mean? So any ray of hope mm. can then become like, oh my God, maybe you are who I'm supposed to be. With. So you're going to come you know and save me, yeah. So you then get trapped into any sort of thing. So even that one little comment that she may make or that one little, oh my God, my lady doesn't do that they'll latch onto that. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So when I'm saying to you, someone can fall in love in a brothel, the one piece of lingerie or the one move that she did that he ain't seen in however long, he's going to think, maybe she really cares about me. <laughs> because when you're in that mindset, anything's possible for Yeah, that sounds great to see, yeah, yeah, where's my 50 pound? <laughs> yeah, but if you act like men don't hear that from their wives, Fam, that's yeah, but that's lines, different. Bro. <laughs> what are you that's, that's different though. That's, that's like, that's, hey, listen, what's, that's, what's that's the what's the, I was lines, watching? Like, I was watching. I was watching. <laughs> no, I, what was I watching on Netflix? Yeah, recently, Cedric the Entertainer. Yeah, and he was saying like, obviously, he's been with his wife for a long time, so they're trying to do the whole spice it up, keep it sexy. You know, this emoji age now like, mm. must be lit for the grown folk because they can just be sending bare aubergines and splash emojis. He said he sent his wife some of those things, like what you wearing, splash emoji, aubergine, tongue, tongue. face, and then she just texts back, buy bread. Mad, absolute mood killer. <laughs> no spice. <laughs> when you get to a certain age, yeah, that's that right there. Foreplay. That's like <laughs> that's foreplay right there. No. Rave. Buy bread. Just locked off. <laughs> and make sure you get the you know the whole best of both. See, see if that was me. Yeah. If he takes me buy bread, I'm gonna buy sugar, just to be spiteful. Gonna come back with sugar. Oh, sorry. I just yeah. And then I have it. Then I'll be straight faced. You, you, you would definitely want me getting anything, especially when you're married as well. You've been married for a long time. Yeah, she can really withhold the vagina from you. You know, like and you'll be stressed. 
but you're just thirsty. I never want to get to the stage. My wife <laughs> looks at me like, oh my God, you're so thirsty. I just want to like, can I get some? No, but see me, I'm, I'm, see me, I'm stubborn enough to go the distance. I swear to you. I'm, but, stu- I'm stubborn enough to go the distance. Like, but the thing is, the danger within that year is, I've tried that even at, at my age now in relationships, yeah? Where like, you know, like you might fall out of your missus and then, you know, just like the whole makeup sex thing. But like we haven't fixed our issue, innit? Mm. So I'm still pissed off at you. I'm, I'm not so I'm not I'm not yeah. giving I'm not giving you nothing now. But then after a certain period, it's like, well, you don't find me attractive anymore. So she just starts hitting <laughs> you with stuff. You can't win that one. So now you got to give a sympathy. Honestly, I've got a confession. I've I've never had makeup sex. Never. Never in my life. So you're you're really out here just arguing and just going to war, bro. Don't get me started. Innit? Like <laughs> <laughs> like I've I've never had makeup sex because you know what it is? You see me? I think too much. So it's like. If you start trying to give me the points, I'm looking at you thinking, right, you thinking this is going to squash it. Do you know what I mean? And then I'll verbalize it. And then I'll vocalize it. And then I'll start expanding on the point that you've tried to finesse me with points that I've had before to make me think that everything's it's, okay. It's just turning into an assignment. Yeah, that, that's, it's long. But I'm, yeah, yeah, but that's the only thing, shit, shit thing about sex as a man, with like, whether it's your consistent partner or girl you're seeing casually, they use it as a weapon. And like, don't withhold it from me and think then you can control me. Bro, I would turn because then, uh, then, then, then I might be at the brothel. <laughs> that's when it might yeah, happen. Man, that's when they get you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because then you're like, oh, you can you be, you the can be hollering. Even at you're paying, you, you can really be hollering at work bay. Now, see the whole work bay thing. Work bay, work bay is waiting in the woods, boy. Waiting for that opportunity, fam. Listen, you missed that penalty. Like someone else might score. Now let's 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 talk big and serious. How do you deal with that, Elliot? Because obviously, we're all men. You be you're at the office, you're at work. Well, I'm the only married man in here, so I'm trying to stay out of this conversation. I see your angle. Because okay. I saw the hand. I because saw the hand. Do you know what it was? I was see, waiting I see the, the, the subject changed. Let me, yeah. let me play something to you, yeah? We've been this a little while, So, Jay-Z, yeah? We've been right? this a little while. I'll give Mr. Vans a look. H gives me the look. We work in we work in tandem. Like, this This is an efficient group right, right here. Ask me, ask me. So, what's the question? Because man can't be quiet for, like, 12 minutes if he can't notice. He introduced himself. And for all the listeners know, you could be outside in the car park. For real. He heard, he heard all the stuff. You had all the triggers and shit. I'm just trying to maintain my marriage out here. How would you deal with that though? Let's say the missus had a potential work bait. Yeah. You know, you to have been not beefing, but like it's been a bit tense. And it's just done your work that's consistently yeah. bringing her the blueberry muffins. Wow. He notices everything. She got new hair. He yeah. knows always complimenting her. I might have to pull up. Do you know what? I'm a confident person, so I'm not threatened, to be yeah. honest. Like for me, it's about. I'm on my game. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I'm making sure I'm doing what I've got to do. Yeah. And I don't I don't worry about anyone else. Because then you can't. Because yeah. then you're going to go mad in life. That, that sounds, that, that on certain level for some people could sound defeatist though. It's almost like it, it could happen anyway. So no, but you know, No, but you know what that is? That's, that, that's the level of I'm doing my thing. And at the same time, it's like even if said individual did stray, mm. that says more about them than it does about me because mm. I'm doing what I'm supposed yeah, to. You got I you can't can control do. you. That's yeah. all you can you know do. What I'm so if, you can't so, worry so about then if something does happen, that's on them. Yeah. What I'm saying is that at the end of the day, I can control what I can control. And if that means me looking after my woman mm. and I know I've done all my things proper, yeah. then I'm not going to worry about everything else, isn't it? That's not defeat. It's at the end of the day, if something was to happen, which I don't think it would, I'm not trying to sort of see the doubt there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hope I'm, I'm sure you love drink, your wife. Where's <laughs> <laughs> that mascara? Was it mascara? Hey. Mascara. You've been stressed out. We're gonna have a talk, babe. At his podcast today, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's an just, just, just blame me. Light in that no, inception. Do you know how many of my friends like? 
have had like girls they dealt with before and they all hate me because they just use me as I'm the person to go to like to lie for like just yeah I was with foes and if they call me yeah was he with you I say yeah of course it was with me why are you ringing me what, what do you mean what, what's wrong why do, you, why do you ask him and then you can deal with that if you ever need someone to lie for you the one thing is right now the fact that you are saying this makes yeah. it now you can't use you no, you can still use me. No, you can't. No, you can still use me. Because now, do you know what's going to happen? Because I can uh, be false. I can be Femi. There's, no, there's stop. You're, you're making it worse. I'm trying to stop you. Because you know why? Yeah? Like, here's the thing. Because out here revealing the secrets. Because now, when the man's miss is going to go, rap, was my man with you? You're going to be like, yeah. But she's going to know that she was with him. She's going to be like, cool, false can't be trusted. Mm. And then when he's with her, yeah. he's going to ring you. You're going to do it again. And when he's not with you, he's like, oh, he said he's not with you tonight. I'm very alert though with those things. Like, so once you ring me, as soon as you ask me a question, I'm going to ask you a question directly back. Stop explaining it to me. No, listen, see these people, I yeah? They, I'm going to tell them exactly what I'm going to do. They're not going to pay attention. I'm gonna do, and I'm going to do the exact same thing. <laughs> I've got this down to a science. There's going to be a girl out there listening to this thinking, wow, men are really trash. Do, mm. do you know what I'm saying though, yeah? Like, advice for the non-married men. <laughs> <laughs> to avoid all these problems, shit, yeah. Yeah. to avoid these problems, mm. It's about the woman that you marry in the first place. Mm, I'm telling mm, you, mm, everyone mm, tries to fix something mm. that was probably broken before they even got married. Yeah. Like, for me and my wife, it was like communication. We went through, we had like counselling before we got married. Safe bro. We had, uh, we went to marriage prep sessions, all wow. this sort of stuff. Yeah. So by the time we get there. So you could iron out all, all the kinks. We've already thought about the potential issues. Not saying that, you know, it's perfect, but yeah. you got you to make sure you're right, marrying the right you? person in the first place, man. Mm. No, I feel you. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Just take time, don't rush, and make sure that person is like a friend. You know what yeah. I mean? Best friend. And then I, I hear people say that yeah. a lot. Is that like for someone like yourself? Is that is that where you're at? Because yeah, because I was saying here, I think probably like a month and a half ago, and people, um, I know the boys were were getting on to me. I was like, at, at a certain stage, I don't want to hang out with none of you lot. Don't take that. Don't I take that personally? You, yeah, 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 Mister yeah, Vans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't hang out with none of you lot. I want to be at I, home yeah. with my my wife. And my kids. Mm. Ideally, I want to have enough children that I don't have to have no friends. I don't hang out with no one. Do you know what it is? It's about when I when I when I meet guys and they say, "Ah, oh, like my wife doesn't like this." Like one of their main hobbies. Mm. Like because you say, say for example, your partners went into your podcast or they went into music that yeah. you're into or football. I can't imagine that because I go to the football with my wife. Yeah, we'll go to we went to we go to concerts, hip hop concerts, festivals together. Yeah, like. We're friends, innit? We have the same mm. interests. Yeah. We were in a band together. That's how we met through music. Okay. So right. we have the same interests. So I you stole off the lead singer, didn't you? What's <laughs> 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 the, the manager? Oh yeah. You know what I mean? That singing like that way. I, I, I respect <laughs> it. I respect the finesse. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. It's like if if your partner's your friend, you can sit down and have conversations like this. Like she'll probably listen to this and just laugh. Yeah. Like we can have conversations like, about I, I hate the Dot Rotten and P Money Beef. Or yeah. we can have right. conversations about um, Jay Huss's new album, like she yeah. bought Jay Huss's new album, yeah, and then we listened to it about two weeks. And we having deep conversations about the production on Common Sense, and do you know what I mean? So mm. it's not a thing where we have to force it. We're friends, like yeah, it sounds mm. solid still. Yeah, at the beginning, and that's my advice: find someone that you can just click with, like your your boy, mm. but not your boy. But no, boy. I feel not, but I think that's what that's. I think for it to last long, long, long term, to like you know, like till death do us part, mm. all the way. It's gonna have to be that. You have to be. You have to be. So when you're you have 60 to be pro- and you're 65 and you're tired and you have to be sitting down and watching that program and be like, <laughs> did, you, did you see that thing on correlation? Like, you have to be able to have that conversation with yeah. each other, innit? Because what, like, it's not gonna be the same lust. Do you know what I mean? I've still got that a long way to go, but that's the bit I'm looking thing. forward to. Like, after having, like, 
it being together, being like young and like no mad responsibilities, then having a family. Then as soon as my kids get to like 21, kicking all of them out. Yeah, and once they're out, me and my wife naked running around the house, yeah, just yeah. flexing. That's yeah. all that's, that's what I'm looking yeah. forward to. And it's all phases. Traveling again. Yeah. Like yeah. sometimes, like, <laughs> hey, when you have multiple kids, I can imagine traveling like it's not going to be the same. Mm. I haven't even tried to do that yet, man. I'm a bit scared still. What traveling? Yeah, with the little one. Oh, it's stress, man. Just, oh, just, yeah, like, I took the plunge, bro. man. I did it. Where'd you go? Uh, Cape Verde. Oh, for real? Yeah. It was how, nice. How's the flight? That's the main thing I'm... Yeah, I'm so I was a little bit anxious. Like, oh, how's she going to be? Um, how, how's she going to be and stuff mm. like that? Because at the time, uh, she was 18 months. Okay. So you can imagine, like, we're going to a very child-friendly resort. That's good. So there's going to be loads of kids on the flight. And I'm thinking, I hope this one behaves. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I, I, I can't deal. <laughs> yeah, I can't yeah, deal. Yeah. But surprisingly, she was really good. Um... I got like all the things that I thought that would actually help us on the flight. So like, um, I even got the earmuffs for okay. like, you know, the, um, you know, when your ears pop and stuff on the flight mm. and stuff like, so stuff like that to protect her. She had an iPad there, Peppa Pig, like marathon. He was prepared, man. So when like... she was acting, so, <laughs> so if there was a moment she was acting up, just fling it on and it'll calm her down. Yeah, but blood. like generally it's only after a while she got a bit restless, mm. so she wanted to walk about a little bit, which is cool. Mm. You know what I mean? Because everyone likes to gap and stretch her legs, although she's got little legs. She yeah. just learned how to walk and whatnot. But she was probably like the best, one of the best behaved kids on that flight because okay. there were some horror stories. There were some like terrors. Yeah, I saw a video today actually on Twitter. This kid on, I think he's in New York, going ham with their mum. And then someone, I think the tweet was like, oh, how would you handle the situation? I just said like, I'm, I'm, planning that not to get to that point in the first right, place. You know right. what I mean? Like, <laughs> I don't really handle that situation. I handle that at home mm. and make sure they don't get to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, I think a lot of it is that like the stuff we do at home, isn't it? When they get mm. to six, if they're going wild, it's probably too late. Yeah. Like, I see, like, for example, my brother-in-law Yeah. with my niece. When she was about three, like, a year ago, I used to go around there and he was, like, quite harsh with her, innit? Like, mm. it's, as long as she thought about doing something she shouldn't be doing, he was like, on her. Mm. And I used to think, I was thinking, oh, wow, you're a bit harsh. You know, that's a bit harsh. Yeah, yeah. Think. Now my daughter's coming to that age. I'm mm. like, ah, oh, do you know what, bro? I see what you're doing here because mm. you got to stop them before they even so you think kind of, about trying yeah, to So do you it. kind of have to like instill that in their head. Exactly. Like, so they listen to you, mm. basically, isn't it? Because you don't want to get shown up in public. You don't that's want the worst thing. Wild, you don't look like a weak parent. <laughs> you don't want <laughs> that, man. No hey. way. Because I see some kids out here disrespecting yeah, the parents nah, and the nah, parents nah, are just looking puzzled. Oh, what should we do? What should we do? Like, ain't got no time to think. Sometimes you've got to drag up the you. <laughs> you like, hey, drapes in your kids. <laughs> you like, listen, that's how, that's how don't, it starts. Don't record it, don't record it. That's how nah, it starts. listen, man. Like, um, in this social media, don't let me find out you went viral for drapes in your daughter. <laughs> I, I, I won't even defend you. I'll be like, yeah, nah, nah, he was capable. Hey, hey, he spoke nah. about it in the podcast. Yeah, he spoke once. about it. He's capable. Nah, man, like I see some, nah, because some of these kids are actually flagrant. Like, we're out here. I'm doing what well, I want. Children, you can't if, stop at me. At that early stage, I haven't got, I haven't got a child yet. Um, but with like my my siblings and my mm. little cousins, I see how they move. It's in their nature just to try you a little bit. Like, yeah. you, if you're if you're lucky and you have like a really like docile child, doesn't do anything. Mm. I'd say be worried, isn't it? Yeah. Because all the kids I know out here trying to flex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you want them to have that in them. Mm. Like you don't want them to be, have no charisma, no person. Like you want mm. them to try it a little bit but then you still want them to just listen when you really say no. And yeah. so it's hard. I don't know about you, but it's hard getting that balance between like 
being the approachable, you yeah. know, and then actually just being a, the authority. Essentially, what I want, yeah, no, I want my kids to be shook of my voice. Mm. So that that's all I have to do is just, hey, relax. <laughs> that's, that's all I want. I don't have to raise a hand and do all the extra stuff. I just want that. I want yeah. them to. That's what I want. I probably won't tell them off like too many times. So that when I do hit them with that, yeah, they're like, because <gasps> you gre- if you're greasing up your child all the time, after I was like, I'm used to this, man. Yeah, yeah I remember. I remember my, my mom expected. kept on hitting me for like misbehaving. You get to like 12, and I rolled the shoulder in. Start, hit, start doing Mayweather. Like, <laughs> I hit it. With, I hit it with a shoulder roll. <laughs> And it didn't go down well because she was proper offending, like raw, like, raw, like you're trying to, you're trying to, you're trying, you're trying to, to challenge fight me, you're trying, trying to, to kill me. So I like, wait till your dad comes back in it. Pop side hit me. I rolled the shoulder on him as well, innit? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And f- since then, really bold, <laughs> innit? Like you know, bold, you. Yeah, twelve, thirteen. Well, my dad's voice. My dad's voice. It was a rap. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Whenever he like, whenever you you had that threat, I like, yeah. I'm gonna oh, yeah. tell your dad. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Nah, I don't even want it to get to that stage. Yeah. Now my dad was the mad one. Like even my friends, they were scared of coming to my house, man. They're like Uncle Mike, don't mess with Uncle Mike. Even like you meet him now, and he's the calmest dude. And you told them that was, you, you remind them what they did back in the day. Oh, yeah, <laughs> me never beat you. Mm. You was out here busting it down. All of a sudden, I, I, I never like, hit you. They would deny everything. Yeah. Mm. But don't you think that was good though? I think it was good. I think it it helped me, man. Because I like I was I was never a bad kid, but. Mm. When you get into those situations where you can make a decision, you think about, do you know what, what my dad's gonna say, and then you make the right decision. So yeah. I think, to be honest, that was a good thing. I'm of Nigerian thing. heritage, and like everyone knows, we're very, very proud people, almost to a fault. Mm. So like, my major thing, I think in the, uh, I think oh four, so probably about oh nine oh ten, there was a lot going on in the roads. Even if you were involved or not, you live within the community. It was either that you could have got robbed or you could have got caught up in that life or you could have started living in fear because it felt like everyone was kind of getting stabbed and the media was Mm. like that was getting drummed up a lot and that was a narrative like young black boys stabbing each other so you start feeling a bit scared you think should I carry enough the one major thing that stopped me from doing anything too crazy was I just didn't want to embarrass my mum yeah yeah like come over here to work make good life for us with me and my dad and the last thing she'd ever it it just wasn't like part of my like you know your progression, mm. what they forecast you to do. Yeah, jail was never part of that. <laughs> we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't really have that in our like. In the family. You know, yeah. some people say like, oh yeah, um, I did really well. Like I graduated. Didn't I'm not, in, I'm not, I'm not dead or in jail. That was never really like an option for me. Like mm, I, yeah. I'm meant to live a long life, innit? Yeah, yeah. I'm never yeah, meant yeah. to go to jail. 100%. That's just like yeah. bog standard. Like I don't get credit for that. Yeah. And I was meant to go to a um, university and get a degree in it. Right. Like at my graduation, pops was happy, but it was half a smile. Yeah, it's expected. <laughs> he there, there were no like. Come on, Tommy. <laughs> there was none of that. When I was, there was a couple of men at my graduation. Their pops, like they were the first person in their family to graduate. Like it was a big deal for them. Mm. Yes, they were proud of me, but it was almost like, ah, right, you did what you was meant to do, innit? Mm. Yeah. It was almost like, why didn't you graduate like within two years? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it was, it was that kind of vibe. Yeah, so, yeah. anytime I could have like the beatings diff definitely helped, yeah. and I think it made sure it's like I never, I never wanted to like let them down yeah. or like. Yeah. Even I think back now, I'm like. I probably could have done one or two things to get a bit of extra cash. Mm. Buy one or two one tens when I was younger, but mm. nah, I just important, man. I just didn't I just didn't want to ever make them look crazy out here. Yeah. So I just yeah. and them standards like so I remember I did my RE GCSE the year early yeah. in year ten, and then I must have got a B. So I was like, Rah, I'm like, mm. you can't yeah, lit, it's lit. You I can't be from a, a black you can't be from Black Flaming and not be getting an A on RE. Basically, so I come home now. I'm like, Dad, I got a B. Excited. My dad just looked at me and said, "Hope you do better next year." <laughs> 
Mad. <laughs> These times you've done your GCSEs a year early. A year early, you know. Yeah, but all you, you say to you is you give an example of someone in the Caribbean or someone in Africa. Yeah, he did his GCSE at nine. <laughs> age, age nine. Yeah, and they're like, right, Dad, not even the well done. Do you know what I mean? Got be. So yeah, I look back and think, do you know what? He was trying to make sure I don't get gassed. Of course, I could have got gassed. And it's some of that tough love, isn't it? You know? Do you know what I mean? But part of the reason we got you on here, uh, thanks again for coming on. Yes. Um, most recently, um, with your your blog, Music Football and Fatherhood. You did an article that was, was it reposted or you did an article for the for the independent? Yeah, so I did it for the independent. Yeah, yeah, just for them. So talk to us about that. So, so yeah, man. Um, so it, it's weird. Like people will say to me, like, how how did you get it on the independent? And it's weird. It was quite easy. Yeah. In terms of the process. Yeah. Literally, I just found the uh, the editor on Twitter. Um. You know, as you do, trying to build a rapport. Mm. <laughs> a network. A couple of tweets. Hello, <laughs> 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 and all that. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, so, she, so she saw me. Yeah. And I said, so I'm going to send her something in the morning. And that was um on the Thursday night. And the day before, I was just sitting. I had a week off work and I was sitting in the coffee shop. And I was thinking, you know what? The blog's going really well. Yeah. I'm building a team of contributors and stuff like that. But I need to do something else to like raise awareness of it. So I thought, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write an article today. So I started off writing a press release. Yeah. Um, and the press release is cool, but I kind of felt like it wasn't really, it wasn't it really, really safe enough. It mm. was too safe. So I thought, you know what, let me just be honest. Um, and just be a bit more raw and just, just say, yeah, just let me just write down my experiences basically mm. and try and put it in a story and try and, and try and come up with a title that, that was interesting to people that I thought the, the editor would, open when it hits their inbox do you know what i mean because these people get loads of emails so of course you got to make sure when you when you're pitching something it's something they're gonna at least open mm. um so so it's weird how the article came about i wrote it in like 20 minutes and i swear i don't know i swear it was god man because i didn't even think about it you know like sometimes you'll sit down and you'll try and do something yeah it came out in 20 minutes like everything so so i sent it to my uh, my wife was with me at the time i read it to her she was like yeah it's amazing Sent to my sister, she said the same things. I thought, okay, cool. Of course, you got to run it by the boss first, didn't it? Yeah, you get me, you know? <laughs> um, and then, yeah, sent it to the independent. Two days later, they emailed me back and they were like, I really love it. Can we have a picture? So, got some pictures together, and then the next day, that was it. It was up on the, up on the, on their website. Yeah. And it went mad. And then that was the Monday evening. And the Tuesday, it was the most shared article, most viewed article on their platform, on their website. That's um, sick, man. So from there, and that was last Tuesday. What's today? Wednesday today. So the last week's just been a bit mad. Still, I'm on the I'm on the page right now. Mm. Sixteen thousand shares. Mm. Um, it's been shared, yeah, sixteen thousand times. Um, on the actual article, 162 comments. Damn. Obviously, the the title of the um, article. I'm I'm a young married professional black father, and I don't exist. Mm. I can imagine that 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 might trigger a few. <laughs> they got that in the inbox. They were like, "Yo, <laughs> yo, what's going on? <laughs> Gotta be this. <laughs> Who wrote this? Do you yeah, know what it's mean? mad." <laughs> and and I remember that that day actually, that morning actually. Um, I guess when it was first published, you you mm. sent me a DM and you were like, "Oh, can you have a look at it and retweet it or whatnot?" Mm. And I was like, "Right, like you went there, yeah, mm. seen." Mm. But you know what? It needed to happen. Yeah. It needed to happen, in my opinion. Um, Do you truly feel like that, though? Because, like I said, on certain things, I can't relate. I'm not a dad as of yet. Mm. You know, I have, I've had potential back in the day, <laughs> but you know, I heard that. <laughs> near misses. Yeah, yeah I've had a couple misses. near misses. 
I've got an abortion under my CV, mad. but you know, <laughs> you know, mad. mad. Bro, bro. We're not we're not trying to do that again. You know, sound effects. I'm in a good spiritual place <laughs> in the moment. I don't think I like, the, the karma for that is is great going forward. But a young married professional father, yeah. do you really feel invisible? So the the whole point of the article was like media representation, basically. Yeah. It was all about. Uh, I feel like, in a grand scheme of things, we're going about about media representation. The normal everyday, normal guy got a decent job, family. We don't really see that. A yeah. lot of the time, we see, you know, Stormzy. I love Stormzy and the Jay Zs. We we're the superstars. Yeah. A lot of the time, we're on Crime Watch. Like I don't really see that in between, like mm. I do with other demographics. So, at the bottom of the article was like me basically saying, look, I've got direct experience of it because there was a point where Mother and Baby magazine is the biggest parenting magazine basically in the country, and they contacted me and said oh we want you to feature in a mother's in a father's day article with some other fathers and stuff like that this is all in the article i put it down so so i was talking to the journalist had a conversation uh i sent in my picture and then all of a sudden the, com- the, the communication is you know a little bit little distant now was, was, it, mean? Was, it, was it a bit slower i can't get a text back <laughs> 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 so um so okay i thought nothing of it i thought you know it's probably just busy let me let me get the magazine did you have a shape up in the pick though Trim, no, or, no, trim was, or no trim? It was the same picture in the article, so okay. I don't know. I didn't. <laughs> so, so maybe next time we might have to visit the barber beforehand. That's what it might have been. You got to put your best foot forward. <laughs> so um, what was I saying? So so yeah. So basically, I went to the went to Sainsbury's, thinking, yeah, I'm gonna be in this magazine. Cool, cool. Mm. Um, opened it up, and a lot of the fathers looked the same. Okay. Uh, there was no diversity there. Obviously, yeah. I wasn't there. I just thought that's really interesting because what I was reading from the stories they were saying, it was no different. If anything, my story, I thought that was more interesting. Yeah. Um, and I looked through the magazine. I was like, rah, like, I mean, we're not in this magazine, basically. Mm. It's the biggest parenting magazine in the country, basically. So I just, like, I kind of linked that bigger representation issue into my own personal experience that I've experienced. Yeah. Down to then, like, being out and about, as Mr. Vance was saying as well, and just having people not quite know how to take you how to interact with you um being a bit awkward with you mm. uh asking you weird questions do you know what yeah. i mean and at the end of the day my thing is we're not special we're just the we're normal like yeah. we exist in here i'm not trying to say i'm any better than anyone else we're just normal mm. but we're not shown and so i can't blame the people at these clubs um because they don't see us in it so when we do come along they're like oh, i didn't know that this black guy that with a hat might be swagging his jeans a little bit got some harachis on actually is a family man as well like we didn't know that they existed so so i think yeah so i'll just put that in the article basically i didn't think that people would uh take to it as much as they did so i was like shit like this is this is getting a bit mad because obviously like there's some triggering like segments within the article Mm. um obviously um you said when you when you went to these um, kind of classes, like you know, you you saw an array of, um, or you felt an array of conclusions that people had, like you know, he must be unemployed, he can't be with the mother of the child, like mm-hmm. you know, does he even have a job, like where is the mother, and you know, what I mean, all these things that have been stigmatized within us, like mm-hmm. um, about how we go on in our day to day lives as parents, like mm-hmm. you know, you you're married. Mm. You know what I mean? You're in a you're in a happy and fulfilled relationship. You have a, a child, mm-hmm. but yet 
these things still pop up like first into mm. people's minds. Yeah. Why is he wearing a hat? Yeah. Like you shouldn't have to. You should you shouldn't have to like you know change your appearance just because just to fit mm. um, the usual or the norm mm. in inverted commas. You know what I mean? So it's like exactly it's like representation as you say. There's not enough. It's not seen. So when they do see you, like you're not different to anyone else. Exactly. Exactly. That's Just the thing. A hat. And I think for me as well, it's the fact that, like, I I think we do have a obviously we have an issue in the black community, especially with uh, fatherless families. Yeah. There's no denying that. Um, of course that that is a problem as well. But I think we don't see the balance. Mm. basically we don't see the other side so we hear the horror stories but we, we don't hear the good stories exactly and i just think the mainstream media um first of all they should do it just morally but actually in terms of looking business wise they're yeah. missing out on actually a demographic who's ready to spend who's money ready and, to spend. but then i asked a broad question what would the good media portrayal or good media representation actually do for you as a young black professional dad like if you saw more of people that looked, sounded, probably talked like you mm-hmm. in those magazines, mm-hmm. what would that actually do for you? I think on a on a basic level, I think it might, as I was talking about the experiences when you go to these places, it might make that just a bit more easier. Don't get me wrong, I'm a friendly person, so I break down those barriers, yeah. you know what I mean? But it might just make that, that initial integration a lot easier. But I think it's wider than that, though. I think it's just, in general, how we perceive as black men. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Take away the father thing, just as black men, how are we perceive, mm. and a lot of us now are professionals. We're doing things. We're buying houses. You know, we're law-abiding citizens, and I think it's just about time that that narrative is also told. So I don't think mm. there needs to be an overload of like, do you know what I mean? Like we're perfect, blah blah. I just think there needs to be a bit more of a balance, basically, and I think yeah. that will have. Uh, good consequences for job opportunities for you when you're trying so you to feel like, a bit, you feel like there's a bit of a knock-on effect so if i'm look if i understand you correctly so the when you're going into these spaces mm-hmm. the other mothers and fathers in there could potentially be in potential power at their workplace mm. so if they are getting more positive experiences and um, affirmations of, of like young black men young mm-hmm. black fathers when they now have to deal with someone in the workplace or deal with someone locally when they're hiring in a shop they they may move a bit differently to how they moved previously because they're not they haven't got the negative connotations or stereotypes yeah am i getting that correct yeah and we all do it like i don't i think we all i think we we all all stereotype regardless of like race and yeah we all stereotype but like you said like it opens like a plethora of different opportunities Mm. because you were approached your you know i mean your publication your your online publication was approached to do um to contribute towards a father's day article mm-hmm. um as you said for a top parenting magazine with some other dads mm. everything was going well until you sent a photograph of yourself mm. and then that's when they were like mm. yeah you should have just sent them your website logo or something <laughs> <laughs> you should just send the logo you know i mean it's these kind of things that kind of um push it back because mm. um to to i don't know the young kids growing up like there's not enough we don't even see a black family in any major soaps. Mm, yeah, and I think it goes we barely to barely do of... like and 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 if anything, they're usually broken. Yes, you have your um, white families and whatnot on these soaps, 
they are broken to some extent mm. but like they like to play on the fact that like oh we're still a family unit despite mm. all the shit that goes on mm. but with us I mean like you look at EastEnders for example you have the Trumans I, I don't watch that shit yeah, yeah but I'm sure you know who Patrick Truman is of course my name is Patrick mm. but like where's his sons where where, where are they Mm. You know what I mean? Where where where's the mother? Mm. It's it's we've never seen like a solid no issues, just normal. Yeah. And I think that's the thing, like so from my website, I see it as growing like like I don't see now as the peak at all, like right. in the next couple of years. I see the the peak being in like ten years, for example, when the generation that's young now, who maybe like ten now, when they finally get to twenty or if they're like fifteen, yeah. when they get to twenty five and they can see this established platform and they can go there and be like, oh, okay, cool. So this is people that as like me. And I think also what we're saying about, you know, like like young kids, sometimes they just want to, they want to do music a lot, isn't it? Like they want right. to do, they want to rap, they want to blah, blah, blah. And a part of it is, that's good. Don't get me wrong, I'm a musician myself, but I think sometimes they don't get to see other successful black men, especially in other fields, other fields, right? accountants, mm doctors right government officials do you know what i mean yeah, right that are successful that are doing well but they're under the radar they're not famous mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like we don't see them so a lot of young kids haven't got that thing to say actually yeah that's there's other things that I we can, can do yeah we, i can be successful not just doing music but i can do something yeah, else as well. yeah. So i think it's there's so many things to it and i think that's why it got shared so many times because i think people related to it in just their own way basically yeah. like um as i was saying earlier like i got a lot of other women saying oh do you know what i'm guilty of doing that and when i when i, when I go to a baby club next time i'm going to embrace that person not yeah. just a black man but the person that is on their own in the corner right that might be new mm, it might okay. be a white woman i'm just going to make everyone feel included we're not going to exclude anybody exactly. essentially we've all got a common ground we're here we've got kids exactly yeah so it's really made people like people have related to it on their own level that i didn't even mean for it to, <laughs> to go to but yeah people have linked like that level yeah, black men um some people have just respected the fact that it's an independent and they're just like right you got you know this so people have related to it on so many different levels um and some of the emails i've got have been deep where i'm like right i need to take some time to respond to this because mm. this person's pouring their heart out to me right right <laughs> so essentially that like, you've become a therapist <laughs> yeah i'm sure like, there's like, a question sure. for, your, for for the missus though yeah. what's the p saying are we gonna start seeing some extra <laughs> extra money coming in now yeah yeah, yeah? So that's the other side of it and something that i'm very it's, it's a weird one i'm kind of battling with because it's not a charity at the end of the day yeah it is it does have a business model like yeah. mumsnet has a business model through advertising through sponsored posts and through being on the independent obviously that's going to attract more brands so before i was getting stuff for free like yeah. we're going out to eat we're going to family things for free um like a lot of other bloggers do but my plan is to be able to build that to the point where the brands are paying which is a normal business yeah. model um and i'm very careful now i feel like now because i've put out this quite social socially conscious message which is true and which is part of the website as well i don't want it to become a charity cause and a kind of like just a social cause actually it's a website for fathers to be able to get recommendations to be able to yeah. share stories do you know what i mean to build a community we have daily debates on twitter yeah. on twitter every thursday to conversate, to I try and join every now and then, but I feel guilty. Yeah. I, was I feel guilty feel though. Feel free to join in, brother. They'll be asking questions. I'm like, listen, I ain't got any kids, but like, uh, I'm gonna tell you some stories. Debates. I'm gonna tag you, tag you tomorrow. Yeah, he, t- he tags me all the time. <laughs> listen, ask for your opinion. When, when he tags, and it's the only person, Elliot and like who? 
and I think it's one of I've got one other person in my time. I've forgotten the person's name yeah. That if they tag me something, I don't mind because he when he puts me in daddy debate, I still get notifications. I was getting notifications this morning. Mm. Like, yeah, yeah, because some people are like they they're responding like to it later, later okay, and yeah, then someone yeah. else who's not in daddy debates would then respond to that for a tweet. So yeah. I'm getting all of that. Yeah, yeah. And my phone is pop like that, but I'll sometimes be like. So it was one, I think it was one Thursday we were recording. Right. And it was Daddy Debates time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, yeah. I was, my phone was just spazzing out. <laughs> like, I was like, Ellie, you might have to allow me this, this week. <laughs> you might have to allow me. But I, I respect the hustle though. Like, yeah, I see you've been working. So. Like, yeah. yeah, it's a good segment to have. And yeah. I think um, social engagement is, 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 is a lot, um, especially with what you're doing. Mm. So like to get people, you know, actively involved, you know what I mean? Like tweeting back. And it turns into a full-on debate where yeah, sometimes it. I can't even keep up. I can't oh, even lie to you, man. Sometimes like, you, you only get like one or two tweets out of me because <laughs> <Yeah>. I'm like, <laughs> I can't do it. The first time I did it, I was on the way to a wedding. And I, cause I'd said I'm going to do it. And yeah. I said I was going to do it on this Thursday. And I told everyone I was going to do it. Yeah. And I forgot it was my friend's wedding. So I was like, oh my You don't want to be anti-social and be on your phone. I can't not and... get to the wedding. Mm, yeah. I can't not do daddy debates. And I told it. I hate right. doing that stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not doing it. Yeah. So I was in the car. Um, and I just did a quick like I just launched it basically and it was just like me one of my contributors Andy are you out here risking like um, your points of, of no, no, your license my wife was driving my wife oh right 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 I'm not going to edit anything so if you're snitching yourself you're snitching yourself it's up to you that's just my dedication to it now. Man, man. So, so and that, that was the first time there's only three of us in the debate mm. but I was like you know what I don't mind is is uh, at least I did it and um, so my thing is it's like consistency I, I think like with you guys and the growth that you guys have had, mm-hmm. yeah. literally all you need to have is a, a good product yeah. that people, even like a few people like, so you know people like it, they have the ability to like it, and then it's yeah. just consistency, isn't it? Yeah. And then eventually it's going to spread. Eventually it'll spread. And it's being creative yeah. and being in, you know, innovating, but as long as you're consistent with it, and that's the hard thing, it's like mm. the consistency. So now with Daddy Debates, even though sometimes I'm tired, yeah. you know I mean, I'm mashed, and then he's like, she hasn't gone to bed till five to nine. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. And, um, I've had a busy day at work. I'm still like, you know, I have to do it because I need to look back at the end of the year and say, I did it every week. Yeah, yeah, you've yeah, created, yeah. Builds, you've created something now, so... I can't stop now. Mm. So, That's yeah, a good thing, consistency, man. man. So, like, you see how you said you, you go to these baby groups? Mm. Like, I, I've never been to one, so I don't oh, know really what man. that is. Friday. Talk to us. No, what, no, what, is, what is a baby group? What, what do you discuss? What happens in a baby group? So, so um, there's lots of different ones. So, one we used to go to was Baby Massage. Right. So um, that's when you just, basically a lot of the baby groups, they'll have activities, mm-hmm. but really and truly the activity is kind of secondary. It's about getting out the house with your baby, basically. <laughs> right, 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 right. Which at the early stages can be hard enough. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? When they're two, three months, just getting out of the house. Is, I hear that. Yeah. You know, meeting other parents, basically. Having that social time with other parents, mm-hmm. being able to conversate with them, have a couple of biscuits, and then you might do a little activity in it. So baby massage might be one, or there's all different kind of stuff, but... Generally, they're just about getting parents together, and you you can talk about your you know how you're doing. You can share tips. Okay, I think, slept in three days. Yeah, because the thing is, like when you're when you're in that early days, obviously you know it's like intense. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And you kind of connect with people just because you're you might not even like really really be friends, but you kind of connect in that moment because right. you're going through the same thing. Mm. So a lot of people go to these groups just to like to make those connections with other people. And kind of like you know reassure each other that you're you're doing all right. And yeah, you're doing a good job. Complain about this and the sleep and mm. whatever. And um, so yeah, so when Eleni was young, we used to go to quite a lot. Obviously, I I um, changed my hours, right. so I was doing I'm doing compressed hours now, which means I do full time, but in four days. Mm. So I have Fridays off, and that's Daddy's Water Day basically. Right. So 
every Friday we'd go to something. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, sometimes if I had annual leave throughout the week, we'd, we'd, we'd yeah, go yeah. out and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. So, um, but that's, yeah, hit the baby thing, cup, man. man. I mean, your daughter's probably getting a bit, I was like nearly two now, innit? So, probably yeah, start yeah, bullying yeah, the rest of the yeah, kids. Yeah. yeah. She's nearly two. Um, you should drag yeah. him down. She'll be two in September. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's one of her nursery days on a Friday. But you could do it other days. Um, other days, yeah. Yeah. Do so you guys like, I know, um, like mums are like massively appreciated, as they should be, mm-hmm. as ones that definitely carry the they kids. Do, they yeah, go they through do. the trauma. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They, yeah. they, they go through the real. Did you Did you look? Did you, did, 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 yeah, did you peek? He was oh. there. Yeah, I was there. The whole, I was the coach. You was, was there, like Fergie. looking that deep like, eye oh, to man. eye. Yeah, man. <laughs> oh man, like it's that coaching. It's like a real. It's above. Like, see after that, yeah, you just think, wow, like this is mad. You can you can never diss her after that. No, man, like it's wild. I couldn't go through that. No way, mate. I have to be put to sleep or something. <laughs> <laughs> mate, <laughs> Wake mate, me up mate. in the morning, like. Do you guys feel like? Do you feel like? Does, do you think like society like downplays like the responsibility and the role of a dad? Is that part of the reason? Like you got music football father as the blog it's like mm. men dads we're here we're in our kids lives they we're on it we're doing our jobs i don't know i don't think i, I don't know i think it's changing because even when i see like mother's I day like, even when i see like father's day there's still some mums getting bigged up on that yeah yeah there is and and I, I know i, feel, I, know, I, I like... know some guys aren't too happy i know i'm like because i'm always going to the fans like i i love the fact you're you, your daughter's life and you're doing your, your role as a, as a parent but you're doing your job. You're doing what yeah. you're doing. You're doing what you're meant to be doing. Yeah, yeah. So I'm yeah. not going to overly big you up. Yeah, I don't think. Of that. course not. Um, but like with me personally, I think like because when when it's Mother's Day, it's the sweetest day on earth. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, but when you're when when it's Father's Day now, you see a huge contrast. There's mm. always like ah, uh, there's always someone that's um, I don't know if I can call it bitter. Because obviously I'm not in that situation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like, there's a lot of bashing, like yeah. from from either the woman or like a scorned child yeah. or so- someone that's been, you know, living with an absent, so you know, a dad who's been absent throughout their lives, and it's like, oh, you know, I want to big up my mum on Father's Day because she's been a mum and a dad to me. I'm me personally, I'm like, no, she's just been a mum. But you know it is though. But I think the reason I just said that is because remember, women are like I feel women are predisposed to like paternal behavior. Like you can never, we can never understand like that bond. They carry the child in it. Mm. So when you hear that, as I've got a lot of friends, unfortunately, who have that kind of situation where their um, where their dad wasn't around. Mm. So mum, yes, on a certain level, has to kind of she can she can never fully play the role of a of a, of a man. But she's had to hold it down. Like she's got to do the disciplinarian thing, which I'm sure women can do as well. But yeah, you know, they yeah, used to yeah, be like that. almost I'm not, roles. I'm right? not. Yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah. taking. I'm not wait, taking. Like I said like, earlier, wait till your dad comes back. Yeah. They, they used to be roles. I don't know those those things can cross over because my mum was one boxing people in the house sometimes, isn't it? Mm. Like it, it didn't matter, innit? it. Sometimes my dad was playing um, good cop, so mm. that don't really matter. But she's gonna raise him or raise her, and she's gonna have to like put on them shoes sometimes as well. Mm. They might not be her size. Mm. So yes, maybe she's not done like being a, a dad as well, but has done a good enough job so that child feels like they're not missing out. That's probably yeah, yeah. why the child's saying that. I hear like, that. I've, I, my mum's done such a great job that even though I don't have a dad around, I don't feel like I've gone without. Yeah. So no, they do. But they, but they do. That's why I think that they say these things. Mm. 
I think that they do miss that, that there is that void there. Yeah. That's why they do feel inclined to go mm. out and say it because Mother's Day is only like what a month before or something like that. Two, two, three months. Or you can before. say how could you how could you miss something you've never experienced or you never know what it feels I like. I guess. Well, yeah. yeah Unless I you're guess. living vicariously, you know, like kids live vicariously through their friends at school when mm. they're or like I know it's like obviously with a lot of African households. If you aren't playing football professionally at a certain age, you're playing football on a Sunday. Yeah. Your dad ain't coming to watch you on a Sunday, innit? <laughs> Mumsy come to I don't think Mumsy didn't even come to our cup final. Come to once come to one game. The one game she comes to, we lose like four nil. And I could see the look in the eye like, yeah, you're gonna go yeah. church next Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's got yeah, you're going you're going to church next week. <laughs> but nowadays, like, don't you feel like I, I don't know, because obviously I'm um I'm I'm only speaking of this this current era. You know, I'm in the I'm I'm a fully fledged adult. Um, I'm a dad now. I'm starting to see like a lot more dads within our community being like more actively involved. Mm. Mm. Do you feel like I don't know? Wait, wait, like the stigma's still there though about you know, yeah, um, you know, black men not really being there for their children. Do you do you do you see that? Yeah, and do I you think still that's, see that? Like, yeah, that's basically the crux of it. That's like. That's basically the point. Like, is that maybe with our parents' generation, I think they had obviously like my parents weren't born here; they came over here. They're still together, but you know they had different challenges to face. Right. So maybe that's part of the reasons I don't know why maybe the dads weren't so involved. So there wasn't a lot more of an issue. But I'd I love to see the stats on that because I know that's the narrative. Like, oh, black men ain't there for the kids. But I'd love to really genuinely see see the statistics on it to see how true that really is. Cause that could just be an urban myth. I think it is. And I think when you look at our generation now, I don't know anyone who's a black dad that's not, they don't, they don't have to be with the mother of the mm. child, but that isn't involved in their kid's life. Like I don't know. And do you know what we do as well? Like, cause certain, you know, like as you get older, you unlearn certain things. Even though for me, that was never a thing I could ever rate. Even though I was young, you couldn't be, it's like how me and Mr. Bams are close. God forbid that ever found that he wasn't in his door. We probably wouldn't do this podcast. Yeah, it'd be weird, innit? No, it's not even like, we could, I couldn't, I can't rate you. Mm. We we can't vibe together because mm. you have a human being over there mm. that you're not taking care of and you're not. We, I, there's just certain feeling like mm. certain certain. If you hear certain people have certain crimes, like if you if you sell a bit of drugs, mm. you might have gone to jail for a gun or a knife. We can <laughs> forgive you in it. <laughs> Me and you can still be boys. The other stuff, yeah, <laughs> pedophilia or raping, <laughs> nah, brother, we're not mm. going to be boys. Yeah. Mm. So why it's, is it then that? So my point is, why is it that then that is not reflected? Mm. outside of our community why mm. is it that we're fed that stereotype that we're not there mm. for our children that every black guy has loads of baby mothers and mm. doesn't know where the kids are i mean are. they still exist let's they, not let's, let's be real yeah, that exists and that's you know what, what i mean I was and, saying. and and obviously transcending over to this generation there are some dads that yeah you might see them on the ground with their kids but mm. if you look beneath the surface what are they really doing yeah, and yeah they're, exactly man, they're man are full of shit using their kids for likes and just say trap yeah. more vagina yeah. mm. and then have more kids with these yeah. women and then still not be around and cycle more babies, more Instagram, more women. <laughs> <laughs> and that's my point is that that exists. I'm not denying. I'm not yeah. saying, obviously, I'm not stupid or naive. That, of course, that exists in every community, not just ours. But we don't. That's just, that's the dominant narrative, basically. Yeah. And like, unless we do something to change that narrative yeah. in terms of setting up our own platforms, trying to influence the mainstream media, yeah. then that narrative is going to continue. So for me, it's like, I'm the sort of person, I would just rather just do something proactive. So, you know, set up your own platforms. Yeah. Show people actually, yeah, the narrative is changing. So other than like, complain, like, not, not like you, rather than just, just complain, it's like, 
cool. We can we can we can be vocal about. It, yeah. I'm gonna go and do something on this side over here. Exactly. So if you're not gonna show it on the mainstream outlets, I'm gonna do it's it on here. my independent. And really platform. and truly, it's a byproduct of the website. The website yeah. was not set up to change reception. The website yeah. was set up to build community. Yeah. It was set up so when I when my daughter was three months and I went to read stuff from people like Mr. Vans yeah, or whatever, yeah, yeah. it wasn't there. So mm. that was why I set it up initially. Yeah. That was the very reason. And you got and you then, got a decent um, three things together: music, football, fatherhood. Exactly. So, hey, even if I'm not a dad, I can come there for a bit <laughs> exactly. of yeah, yeah. football, and a bit that of music. That screams talk. to me still. Yeah. Like, so yeah, because like even Foles, he doesn't have a child, but like I guess there's certain things that you can learn from because yeah. there's certain articles that you post on there mm. that even prepares you like you know the things that you may like, need like if you're um you know expecting like there was nothing like i didn't see anything like that mm. that obviously grabbed my attention mm. yeah so the the music the football you've yeah, got exactly. me already you've got me already <laughs> fatherhood <laughs> yeah, i'm in I'm let me just put this out there as well like because we said it quite a few times Foles hasn't got a child it's not that i'm firing blanks or anything <laughs> but i'm not doing a job that like i said i have there's been opportunities in so it's currently right now, it's not where I'm at. I hear I just, that. I just want to spread that I good gospel so everyone's aware. <laughs> I hear that. But I said Foles um an article the other day. Yeah. Um it's a it's a year old. It was based in the US. Um it was basically talking about like, you know, the myth of like, you know, the deadbeat dad. Yeah. Um, but that wasn't in the US, like, you know, even through research, you know, from the US government shows that a lot of the stuff are myths like yeah. black dads are more involved with their kids on a daily basis than dads from other racial groups Remember, i'm a conspiracy theorist they're probably they're probably using some of this like when it was the the notion that they weren't around they're probably using some of the stats for the guys that are in jail mm. it wouldn't surprise me if they were using some of the guys that are like they were they were using that data as part yeah. of their overall data yeah these guys aren't in there he's kind of in jail 15 years of course he's not yeah, in yeah, child, yeah, like, yeah yeah I, I could I, you know i'm trying to find a little yeah yeah, holes. that's and the thing. You know, I think like the motivation behind this. Yeah. I don't want to get too conspiracy theorists or whatnot. And hey, leave it to me. I'll do that every week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but we gotta think about why. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like media outlets, they make very conscious decisions. Do you know what mm. I mean? And it's about why are they. Why is that narrative so important for them to carry on? I think now, yeah, I think that's changing slightly. Though you probably could tell me better. Mm -hmm. um, I the think they become. I think no. I think how they portray stuff because I think they're becoming a bit more reactionary. So we like to always say, because we all follow our social media platform, so Twitter, Black Twitter especially, then the, if something's hot and popping, it will get reposted on like a complex or a fader. So they're not doing the journalistic work initially, mm -hmm. it's just very reactionary. So mm. you contact someone like independent now, they might not have been aware of that, like there was a section of society, young black professional fathers who felt they were invisible, their voices weren't heard, or they didn't feel like they got represented well. Mm. All right, cool. You've done the work, can I bring it to us? Yes. Yeah. I think it's going to change because they, they want to look as appealing as possible. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. And it, go, it goes back to the point about influence, isn't it? Mm. Now we have influence now. Yeah. Like, you saw like Stormzy tweeting, and they got, um, did you see Love Island? Yeah. And then Stormzy tweeted, and it was on Love Island, and then yeah. like, it, it just. It just kind of like influenced the whole. Yeah, Stormzy, Sto Stormzy nearly ruined someone's relationship. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be honest. I've been. I'm. I'm shaming myself, but I've been hooked on that shit. I've been watching Love Island. I've been watching it as well. Right, right, right. Listen, I'm as soon as this is done, I'm getting back in. <laughs> yeah, Dinner is ready. I'm watching. I didn't watch last <laughs> night, and one, I'm watching uh, tonight's as well. So yeah. double uh, bill in that. Yeah, yeah, and the man's gonna cuddle after as well. So oh, one them ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't watched a single episode. Like I'm not involved in it. Yeah, it's good escape. But yeah, so Stormzy basically tweeted. But that's the thing. We have influence now. 
Yeah, I right. put that in the article that mm. we have spending power and we have influence. We're cool. Mm. Do you mm. know what I mean? And when we say something as a collective, people have to listen to it. Right. Because we're cool and we set the trend. So you notice on Love Island, like they kind of slightly love our culture and want to and want to be rappers and want to mm. emulate the culture. And when Stormzy says something, it's a massive deal. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like we are influential now, and I think yeah. it's coming to that point now where, say, with the art, independent article where it was the most read article on that day on that Tuesday, they're definitely looking at those statistics and being like, okay, cool. So they're waiting for the next need, black writer to come and give them something. We need more yeah. of this. Exactly, we need more of this. Actually, they are they are interested. They they retweet. They're setting a narrative. I'm gonna have to pick up my pen and send them something. Mm. So how do you feel about like the stigma that comes with it? The with. Sc- like with. Cause we've had, a, we've had a nice, a nice yeah. positive con- conversation so far. <laughs> yeah. What, what were the trolls like, saying? Was, was there any like negative yeah. feedback? Lots. Of, like you're just whinging, nah, playing a race card story. once again. Yeah, lots. On 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 the independent website. Okay. But as I said earlier, I expected that. Yeah. I wrote that knowing that I was gonna piss some people okay. off. I don't really care. If anything, uh, those people can say like you know Doctor Who the woman now. Oh my gosh, they're up in arms about that. Mm. Like they're probably just quite sad, ignorant people. For me, I have so much to do. And yeah. like, I have to put my energy into positive stuff. And so you can't really be annoyed with the negative things. Do you know what I mean? Like that's yeah. just, that comes with, that comes with doing something that is gonna evoke change. Do you know what I mean? You're not yeah. gonna evoke change without getting that pushback and that hate. So for me, I welcome it. If people don't like it, like they can say what they want. I really, look, I don't, I don't care that much, man. Like I'm too busy, bro. I've, mm. <laughs> I've got limited brain space. I've got bare things to do. <laughs> I can't really be worried about it. And so when like people talk to me about it, I've been like, bro, like you probably know more than me. You probably read more than like, of the comments than me. I maybe right. read like 20% of them and that was it. Cause I was like, okay, I'm seeing it's 80%. Yeah. Why is he complaining? Oh, he's saying he's earning good money. I can't, I haven't, I can't work part time. I can't, mm work one day because yeah, you can't have everything is um, you, you, you're married happy exactly. got a baby mm-hmm. good exactly. job yeah or they're thinking it's not because you're black it's because you're uh, a man or it's not it's not because you're, you're young it's because like, look at me I'm an old man I, I get it worse than you like people what you realise is people always um, think their thing is bigger than their struggle is worse than, is worse than, than others yeah, isn't yeah, it others. and so with that that's just as humans I you know for me I've done my part by getting them conversating yeah. I'm not about to give them any kind on that. No. Now you're you're you know like like you said in the article you're young you're black you're married. Do you feel like there's still an issue within our community with people just having babies but not enough marriages? Uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> he hear me. He, he took a, he took a sigh there. He's like, <laughs> is there an issue? With, uh, I don't know. For me, I'll be honest. You know would your missus have allowed you? Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, no. You're just gonna tell me yeah. no straight. She, you had okay. to be married before you was before you was we doing that. We didn't move in together until we were married. That's right. Like she was when traditionalist. From, she was traditional. From when we met, and we were going out, she was very clear that if we're gonna like move in together and do this thing, we have to be married. Yeah. So we got married and we moved in with each other the next day. That was weird. We went back to our flat. We had no. We had nothing. It was. It was. <laughs> we had no we had a mattress we yeah, didn't have anything right. we just moved into the that's, flat that's real love right there they went to yeah, Ikea yeah, the next listen, day listen you're married innit like, yeah we went to Ikea like, we just better get some cutlery <laughs> <laughs> better get some washing up liquid we didn't mm. have anything we were just too busy planning the wedding so uh, she was it, that was her decision I was more relaxed about it but and I respected that I was like do you know what 
that's cool. Mm. Like, we'll do that. Like, I'm actually, I can live with that. Do you know what I mean? Do you think it, like, there's enough of that, though? Do you, do you, with all the black guys that you know, how many of them are married? Do you know what? I'm not going to say... But that's a, that's, that might be another conversation, though. We're putting mm. um, marriage on a pedestal, yeah. necessarily. I'm yeah, not going to yeah. say people should be married. I think you should be... I think if you have a child, you should be committed in, Do you think in it's a important? relationship. I think it's important to be com- in a committed relationship right. before you have a child. I think that mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. good. But I'm not going to say you should be married. I'm not that guy that's like out here flying the flag for marriage. I think you should be in a committed relationship. I think that's just a responsible thing to do. Do you right. know what I mean? Because when you bring a child into this world, you should try and start on the best footing for that child. And mm. that is having a good committed relationship. Married or not, you're just... You know, you want you, you want them to see what a solid unit, exactly. loving unit looks like. Yeah, and you realize even now, the more um, women I speak to or listen to different podcasts and stuff, and you hear about a lot of the women that have like daddy issues, and it comes out years later, and rare, mm-hmm. rare, 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 rare. And I just think sometimes as dads, we don't realize the impact we, have, we have, especially yeah. on little girls as well. And the more I'm hearing, I'm like, we have a massive impact. It might not even show now; it might show like two hey, five listen, years later. As long as I am breathing. She ain't having no. My daughter's not having no daddy issues. Mm. I'll just get you rushed anyway. I told I put you that so. My mama. <laughs> <laughs> you know how I play anyway. You can't. You can't do none of that stuff around me, oh, especially because I've been around as well. Uh, so yeah, hey, no. mate. I'm telling you, man. But plug plug your um your your website once again. Yeah, for so listeners. www.musicfootballfatherhood.com. Uh, on Twitter and Instagram, it's mffonline underscore. We've got daddy debates. Every Thursday at 9 p.m., hashtag Daddy Debates. We talk about all kind of topical issues, music, football, and father related. Um, so, yeah, check it out. Follow me. I'm a friendly guy. I'll follow you back. And it's not just exclusive to men. It's not just exclusive to men. It's, it's not exclusive to, just to parents. It's about anyone. Because a lot of the questions that, say, Daddy Debates, we might ask, Yeah. it might be stuff like, uh, so what recent topics around education and, like, would you in the future if you had kids or do have kids you know would you push them at, to university if they didn't know what they wanted to study or something like that so you don't have to have kids now you might just be thinking about that in the future right, right, or right. think about your own experience and be like do you know what like for me personally when i went to uni i didn't know what i wanted to do i had a great time but i don't feel like i got the most out of it so mm. people can just relate their own experience i try and make a lot of the questions obviously parenting related but broad enough where everyone who's of a certain age and thinking can be like do you know what I can relate to that. I've got something to say about that issue. And so yeah. a lot of people that take part are women or they haven't got kids, but they're just like, do you know what? That's that's just a, a, a social question right? that I can be involved with um, and that moves people. So yeah. Just to switch things slightly though, talking on music, um, I love a good bit of beef, mm. a nice little clash. It's warming up again nicely, dot rot and pee money. Mm. I know you're like me, you pay attention to a lot of stuff that goes on. Yeah. What are we saying? We, do you know what? It's uh, a hard one, you know. Like P, P money, yeah. P money's this is was sick. Yeah. And I didn't think Dot Rotten would come back with his last one like he did. But I can't lie. When I heard Dodge Rotten's this, I was kind of impressed to be honest. Are you team Dot? I'm not. I don't know if I'm team Dot, but I was impressed with what Dot had Dot- to say. I've always I'm swear from South so they're both South MCs sick MCs as well Dot's an amazing producer Bazooka Rhythm and like he's a he's for me he's a legend in grime but do you think he's underrated in grime? Um, no, I think he's I think he's rated where he should be 
because of like the gaps in it, he can disappear in time as well. So P's, P Money's been here, it seems like consistently, even through the different waves, like when he went to dubstep and that was the only, those are the only dances that were booking Grime Max and they had to go and do that. And still was kind of showing up for Grime. Mm. But those, that this was, a it was almost too personal. I don't know if I can really, if a man said he punched you in the face in real life and it happened, <laughs> and he said, <laughs> I don't know if you even if could fix your lips to disrespect him back on yeah <laughs> on a record because Dot Runs they seem to be like just kind of justifying or like reacting to P Money rather yeah. than saying extra he, stuff. It was he, more like yeah, this is what you said, and yeah. I'm going to talk about that. Whereas yeah. P Money's stuff was like he was at his up. neck. Yeah, yeah. He's he's bringing out a whole EP of disses, a snake yeah. EP. Yeah, it's very right, very disrespectful. Boy, um, you know what? Like I haven't heard it yet. Um. I hold my hand up and say I haven't heard it yet. He hit him with a back to back. He hit him with he hit him with a diss. P man hit him with this, and they hit him with a diss, another diss again because Dot Run hadn't responded. Then Dot Run then had to respond with a diss of his own after that. But I feel it's almost too late. But I'm think so with Dot Run, like he needs to do something after this. Like he needs to you know come what, back. I don't know what Dot Run wants. What he wants to do? Like, is he a producer? Is he an MC? Like, because he's sick. Yeah. And he's not that accessible to people because his style is like you have to really listen. Um, but I just think for both of them, do you know what I mean? Whoever wins, this is a good. This is a good platform. Like, so I know P Money will be consistent after, but yeah, like with Dot Run, I'm not quite sure what he's trying to get out of it. Really, like, it's one. It's one of those weird things because like he because he disappears a lot and he's a producer as well. There's that element. It's annoying because we'll pay attention now because there's stuff going on in front of us. Mm. I don't know how many people that pay attention to the disses and the, and the dubs back and forth. Yeah, are gonna then be inclined to. Yeah, what's by, he by his next single or his next yeah. EP or his next album. Yeah, because yeah. I was wondering what he's going to do with it because, like, his involvement is very sporadic. Like, he, one minute he's dead, the next minute he's not. And it's like, what are we supposed to do with your music? And obviously, um, correct me if I'm wrong, Foles, like, P Money branched out a little bit. Mm. He started to do more, like, the festival kind of sound kind of music. I saw yeah. him at Wireless a few years ago and it didn't it didn't really sound like grime yeah mm. if that makes sense so like i don't know i like maybe i'm not paying attention um obviously he's from south I, I guess you're paying a lot more attention to both p money and dot rotten you know i don't know let me know in it what's that like p money dot rotten like what kind of sound like are they consistently grime or what is it because so p money did he did the dubstep thing in it like you're saying yeah yeah so he branched out cream i saw him at strawberries cream festival mm. and he was on the main stage of wiley wiley's got a tune with p money in it right um i think it's called p money yeah it's called p money yeah. and then he did uh he's in the tent with ogs doing a grime set with logan i think he's now like because now grime is like you can do the main stage with grime now yeah isn't it? so now it makes sense to like to do that sound but that's the thing i think p money is very like he's a very clever he's, he's like a very clever individual in it like he you know he'll be doing this knowing that at the end of the day what he's going to do next in it and the movie's going to make next and how this is going to help him he's dot right and i'm like i can't tell you if he's going to capitalize on it and that's for me it's like if you're going to if you're going to clash as an mc it's all about looking like okay cool obviously you want to win this clash but doing something afterwards 
to really get that hype. It's like with Chip, for example. Chip's a good example because I don't know what do you guys what do you guys think? Are you looking forward to his album? What League of My Own too? Um yeah. I've the the songs have come off it recently, so Get Slide Out with Gets works. The the song with Six Seven Yeah, I was not feeling o- that one. I'm not overly impressed. I was and I know if, it feels like he's been dying to work with six seven. Mm. That's what it feels. That's my personal opinion. But um, visual wise, yeah, it's cool. It's they're good warm ups, and I think he's got another one thing called Snap Snap. It's basically like the whole like Snapchat generation and kind of getting at the girl like, oh, he wants to be on Insta, he wants to have a phone in hands, taking selfies. Mm. That works. And Doesn't I think he, he have like a song with like one of the Bashment artists, Cranium. Yeah, he's got a song with Cranium, which is weird. It's like we like when the people turned off you. They really turned off you. Mm. And Chip went through that phase when he was a whipping boy of like the whole, mm. you went pop mm. and then now you want to come back. So the song with Cranium is actually a good rhythm. Mm. Um, I think it's called Style Like That. Okay, I heard that one. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, it's, yeah. and it's, I think it's shot in Vision. Visions, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a, if I'm going to dance and that comes on, I'm going to grab a wine, innit? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's solid, isn't it? Yeah. And I don't want to shake your head like Mr. Vans. It's a solid song, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm saying that. Yeah. Oh, all right. Listen, all it's, right. A, it's a solid rhythm. It'll work. Um, so I think Chip definitely was, I think he's the last person. Because what I was going to ask was, um, do we still feel like those grime beefs or clashes still matter? Because I feel like Chip's was the, probably the last of a dying breed, it feels like, yeah. that it worked and he be able to come back now because he really proved he can't run out of bars. Mm. He, everyone, he, he went back and forth multiple times. Within with, 30 with minutes, he'll have a He did it back, he did it back down. He didn't back down with Tiny. And it feels like if, he, if Tiny was to say something cheeky, he would still come back the to Tiny day. now. So he's proven. Even to yeah. a point where I was like, bruv, at one point, shut up, just give us music now. Mm. Like the, this is like, you've, everyone else is like, yeah, you're yeah. you've done everything that you need to do like to prove yourself. So I feel like he is the last, like I say, of Dying He's the last that generation of like, it's gonna be where we're yeah. doing clashes or clashes that we care about. Yeah. Unless it's like, unless Wiley and Dizzy go at it now, I don't think there's many left that mm. I would really care about. Mm. And I don't know, it doesn't hold the same energy. Yeah. Cause even if Doc Rock and the P Money one, it works because there's a personal element. They yeah. were both in OGs together. Yeah. Um, RIP to a guy called Any, who brought in Dot Rotten, gave him his first equipment. These are things that he's admitted to and people that are from South London know right. like, very much look after him. He lived with him at a certain point. I think I don't think from P Money's story he said that um Dot Run didn't come to the funeral. So naturally someone that looked after you took you in, mm. people are gonna get offended. So that causes, you know, they might that's why so in terms of like a beef and on rec- it works because there's a bit of that mm. personal yeah. strife and conflict. Yeah. Right. But other than that, I don't know if all these cash are still gonna yeah. do it for me anymore. Yeah. I think I mean like people were talking about it. Obviously, yeah. um I'm not that heavily invested anymore into let's say um, grime and these sort of clashes but like from when it's got like the people actually talking I think it was trending at one point yeah, um, well, yeah quite, quite a few you times. know what I mean so like it must have done something and I think it's good for the culture I think it's good for like the youngest to, to actually know where this whole scene originated from yeah. like clashing going back to back like people used to do it in front of each other in raves radio, mm. radio sets like mm. you know what I mean these things were like I guess the contributing factors to what make the what made the genre the genre what it is today. Okay. So um, it's definitely good, and if it's two good MCs going at it, because mm. the last thing you want is a shit clash. Mm. But don't you think like with like see what Grime was before? It has lost a bit of that essence, though, isn't it? Because it was about being as, it was a set 
Do you know what I mean? That's what going through the training. It was the yeah, it was the sets. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Obviously, I was in West London, but my cousins from Tottenham, so I spent a lot of time there. So when I was there, like we would hear yeah, yeah, and, do you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, like all those sort of things. Mm. Uh, and that's that was like the vibe. Do you know what mm. I mean? Like when you were like either listening to or you're in the set, and with that's like the essence of grime. I feel like yeah, so that, now, I was definitely from that era where like I used to. For example, he used to listen to Nasty Crew every Monday on Deja, mm. um, Deja Vu FM. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I used to look forward to these sets. Mm. Um, cool, yeah, you had the dubs and whatnot, like blah blah blah. But like it was the sets. Like the you, sets. you literally had to be on form, like yeah. every week. You had to show up. Yeah, yeah. And when Dizzy, when Dizzy first like came out on sets, it was a madness. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You're hearing this guy. You're like, raw, like what the heck what the fuck is this like it's crazy and like for me that was like that was the night you know i might sound like an old man but that was like the the golden era that's when the grime was like exciting no one really knew no one was really doing it because they knew they were gonna make money from it yeah it was, they were just doing it because they just loved to do it and that's what you did and everyone you wanted to, to be the skill. yeah everyone wanted to be the best i think it was like there was no rehearsals yeah you had to like actually show up mm. and the it's just like happened there and then because someone says something cheeky yeah and someone else is like what you and then they, you know what i mean and it's it was like, literally a battle is... to grab the mic but yeah. i think, the, I, I, but I think that's not overly lost i think the new school guys can still do it by going to places like your radar radios and mm. doing your sets of course we've got like the power of the internet so we're gonna things are gonna go viral more quickly but i don't think if grime stays as just that mm. it's at its detriment Mm, I know, and I, and I and I don't think, and I know it might some people might not like that. Yeah. But when Grime says it's just that, it doesn't help because we don't have the full bodies of work. Yeah, we it's got to evolve. We don't then have the good yeah. songs and the yeah, like. Yeah, Stormzy yeah. basically, Stormzy had gospel on his album, had Grime. Like, there's a full body, there's full spectrum mm-hmm. there. People got different interests. They're, they're influenced by different sounds. That's true. Even with even with Grime itself, the culture of it is from the stage show essentially, mm. from the from MCs like dancehall. So then people are gonna have that side of it. So like a chip who is I'd say second or third generation Caribbean, of course he's gonna have like a Ukrainian song, of course he's gonna do something with Vada. That was a big mm. deal. So you can evolve and grow song. to different stuff. Yeah, but I, yeah. wouldn't you love to see Wiley chip? No, I what I would love to see set, no no you know not, not like what I wanna see now is Wiley Dizzy Rascal. No, I don't want I don't want a, a collaboration. Yeah. I don't want a song together. Fuck that. I don't want no song you, together. You don't want no combo. I want no no friendship with them. No, two. we are the world records. You two one DJ and a cameraman. No entourage. You need yeah, to go at it for an hour. That. That's what I would want to see. In the same room together. <laughs> a solid hour. you know they've yeah. got like 10 years worth of material for each yeah. other. Wiley's, gonna, yeah. Wiley, Wiley has already, Wiley's written dubs for Dizzy every day for the best part of 10, 15 years. 100%. He's ready. He's ready. So he even said it the other day. He tweeted the other day. Yeah, he heard yeah. something. If, the, if he hears anything remotely wrong, from Dizzy, yeah, he's ready. He's got yeah. dub stream. Yeah, but I would have to see that in a room together, though, isn't it? Like, yeah, with with the shooting videos for each other, the chip thing worked because Chip was just coming at it, like he was just five hours later, like when he dropped Dickhead. Do you know what I mean? Like, bam! So it was exciting. No, but you see, with that, yeah, like I think why the face to face thing may not work nowadays is because social media has a huge influence on these things. Yeah, and it could be used to like a lot of people like to stir the pot. We're, we're in this L generation now. Nah, you're taking L, like you can't, you can't have that. Blah blah blah. Mm, like mm. a lot of the time back then, we would speak among. Like I couldn't, when I was listening to these sets, I couldn't tweet. 
Yeah, there was, yeah, there was yeah. none of that. That's not I was just having these conversations within my friendship group. Mm. You know what I mean? And obviously, I guess that's how, you know, things were discussed or like that's how fan bases were created that way rather than going on the internet and like yeah. having full-blown discussions, yeah. even tweeting the artists so they can see the reactions. It yeah. wasn't like that. You saw the reactions in a rave. People mm. are just going mad and you had to perform. If you didn't, then cool. But you didn't really have time to like look at what mm. each individual was saying to yeah. you. Yeah, and that's the thing. That's why I feel like it's a good thing that we've got social media and that these artists have evolved and they're doing right. massive festivals. But and that's a positive. Don't get me wrong. I'd rather this happen, but I do feel like sometimes you just want to see a set. And yeah, you just want to see that old school feel. Do you know what I mean? Because that's the essence. Let some of the new guys do that and like. Do, yeah, that AJ energy. Tracy does a lot yeah. of that stuff on radar. You got your mares. You got. Um, yeah. What's the, um, novelists make sure that anyone that tries to do gram does do that so yeah, yeah. I think you do have that element it's, it's still spiral, it still does it so yeah, it does so exist it's, I guess. It's, it's still there there's still that element within within the culture mm. but um, whilst we're on music though yeah but you, you're both dads as you've as you said probably a thousand times in this podcast ah yeah. the news broke recently R. Kelly is still out here doing the mad thing <laughs> are you man letting any of your siblings uh... <laughs> daughters cousins Significant others, anyone go to Arkell's house? Oh, what the hell? You know? <laughs> I'm gonna say listen to the music. Can you still listen to the music knowing what it seems like the guys hell, are keeping? Yeah. You can still listen to the music. Bruv, like, I remember the first time I heard Remix to Ignition, yeah? Yeah. Bruv, like, R. Kelly's. He remixed classic... a song that day, I don't even know the original. Exactly. <laughs> but he's got classic tunes like Half on a Baby. Yeah. Oh, but man. can we can I can I listen to Half on a Baby if it might be inspired by someone that may be 14? I can. You can still I can separate. You yeah. can separate the two. Yeah, of course. But like at the end of the day, Michael Jackson, that's probably one of my biggest hey, like idols. I don't tra- know what tra- he did with you or not. But that is one of my biggest like, you know, musical and just I, as a kid just being like, raw Michael Jackson and trying to dance like him. So no matter what, and I remember when he died, I was like proper, proper upset. Like, mm. so no matter what he did, I don't, I don't agree with that if it's true, whatever, but I'm not going to deny myself the music. Oh, so you're going to deny yourself that I'm passionate night with the missus. <laughs> I respect it, but... I, but you, <sighs> you still have to, like, with that, yeah, with you saying that, there's, it, it, because you're such a fan of the music, sometimes it gives people, like, the... The inkling to like do what <laughs> give him a bligh what do you mean of what artist? he's really doing yeah no just put no it's 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 our bullshit nature if we love you enough yeah we'll let certain shit slide That's, if this was someone else that yeah. like we didn't like or wasn't as talented they're like pedophile yeah because i'll just read out like, some of his he's alleged that like, this is just alleged stuff let me what's the what's the alleged stuff so he married Aaliyah at 15 by faking her age. There's He dated a 21-year-old he'd known since she was seven years old. So I'm just like, mm, allegedly. There's bare stuff like 2002, police said they found photos of R. Kelly engaging in sexual activity with underage girls. The reason why he's been brought up recently is because like, they're saying he's got a sex cult, cult at his house with like loads of young women who actually apparently aren't allowed to leave the house. Yeah, did you listen to Chris Brown's music? Not particularly, no, because all these music sounds the same now. Not because he, not because he punched no. up Rihanna, <laughs> because because like his last like twelve singles, apart yeah. from um, these hoes and low, all sound the same. 
And I yeah. think, you see with Chris Brown, yeah? Like, I feel like he was meant to be the young Michael Jackson. All these rappers, yeah, are getting features they should never be getting. Because of, like, the whole him turning to the bad boy. Mm. He was meant to be the, like, meant to have gone yeah. super far, like, superstar, pop star. There's rappers Outreach. that... There's rappers Outreach. now who... Who should never have had a Chris Brown feature and is getting yeah. Chris Brown features yeah. casually. Yeah. Do you know what it is with that, the debate, though, yeah? It's like, if R. Kelly was to drop new music now... No, all he needs that. to do is come out and do Step in the Name of Love. We'll all forget about everything. Name, I forgot about it, actually. You but know. yeah, so like... See, <laughs> 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 Even my mum loves that song. But um, what was I going to say? So yeah, with if he was to do new music now, maybe it might be like, okay, cool. But the uh... old stuff... The old, the old music is still the old but music. But you know what, yeah? Some people like, like to think like, rah, we ain't been calling out R. Kelly. We've been calling exactly. out R. Kelly for this his fuck new. shit. Yeah. This ain't new. He's been doing like... No, no one... Now, like, not as bad as I can he, imagine, yeah, that no one being okay with that whole Aaliyah situation. Especially the the adults at the time. Because that mm. was like, what, 94? Mm. You know what I mean? We were kids then. Yeah. So I can imagine the adults at the time were like, rah, this is actually fucked. But they... Like, the power of social media is a lot. And that's why I feel like we, with music before, yeah, a bit like the grime discussion, we were just listening to the music. We didn't know what they looked like. We didn't know anything about their lives. We just heard the ch- them on the mic. Blah, blah, blah. That's what we were into, the music. Now it's like, we need to know we're so invested. everything about the person. Now, if I don't know what your dog looks like, like, I can't buy your album. Exactly. Mm. And it's like, for me, I can still just hear the music and be like, I like that song. Unless yeah. you do something, I don't know, to me personally, or something like that is, I know you've done that. It's really, really bad. That's confirmed. Blah, blah, blah. Maybe then, but all the speculation, I'm still going to hear Step in the Name of Love. I'm still going to hear Half My Baby. I'm still going to hear these tunes. I'm still going to enjoy them. And I'm not going to be thinking in the back of my mind, oh, no, but, you know, maybe that's the wrong thing to say. Should we personally? No, but it's honest, though. But that's it's just, just, like, it's just, just, it's honest. Mm. Yeah, not saying I agree with what he's done. Because think about how many fans Michael Jackson has and how much, like, we that despise paedophilia in, in the community. Having that kind of staying on you, yeah, and then looking at the amount of money potentially, like, allegedly spent in terms of like paying people off. Mm. You know the cliche saying there's no smoke without fire. Over a hundred million in terms of like giving people. And I know a lot of them came out after like I got told to say this, I got told to do that, but there's like how many children? <laughs> no, because you know what? Yeah, they had an angle with Mike, I yeah. believe, because Mike was very pro kids. Like, oh yeah, you know. Heal the world, make a better place, like the children. Oh, that could have been his angle to like, let me Jimmy Savile this thing. Because <laughs> Jimmy Savile was on the so same people team. Like, Raw, like, coming out of the hospices. The kids so hard. Like, doing the, there doing must be doing something the Santa Claus team. Like, and you know what? Fucked him up. You know so what? Fucked easy up. access. Remember that like, um, Martin Bashir documentary on ITV? Yeah, that made him look yeah, horrible. Yeah, that yeah, made yeah. him look horrible because obviously, in his personal self, he felt like he was still a child. Like, yeah, you know, he. You know, Peter Pan, that kind of thing. Like, you know, people were saying that he didn't really get to live a normal mm. childhood. Like, his superstardom was next level to anyone, ever. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's like, when he got, when he became an adult and he acquired so much wealth, he had the ability to do whatever he wanted. Mm. So in regards to, like, building a, a fucking, I don't know what it was, Neverland, Never Neverland. In his yard. But that looks like, like a paedophile's dream, though. Bare kids. But I'm sure, like, he had adult, <laughs> adults in the yard. I don't want to believe that. Yeah, because you those, don't want to feel uncomfortable. Those, those stories are true. Yeah. yeah. So you're saying you wouldn't listen to R. Kelly's music now? You wouldn't enjoy 
I'm side-eyeing his music. At the no, moment. if I step in, if I step in, if I step in, if I step in the yard and there's something from the chocolate factory on and there's candles and we're about to get down. Am I, who am I to ruin the mood now? Yeah. <laughs> and say, can you, can you switch it for some Jodeci or some Usher or something else? Exactly. It's not, it, I'm going to still go in and enjoy Come the on, session. Yeah. Mm. But I make feel a bit, I feel a bit guilty. It's just, it proves a point that like, as people, we, we can be hypocritical and we are like, we're as much piece of shit as like, these so-called exactly. celestials. Like, exactly. We'll make allowances for people that we like or people that we revere yeah. or people that yeah, we're yeah, fond yeah, of. Yeah. Like, said, like you I've said, this, people have been calling him out for many a year, mm. but somehow he still managed to exist now. Because if we truly were as passionate about the things we claim to be about, from the minute we knew, he should not have any, he shouldn't have a career. Yeah. Like it should have been like, oh yeah, yes, yes, you can sing your answer. Yes, yes, you're, yeah, yes. Stephanie and Love, wonderful, but mm. we're not buying your albums because, because you know how now how we treat um, like when a lot of our artists cross over, um, like the Migos did and did something with Katy Perry. Yeah. And then she got backlash from mainstream audience because apparently me because I said something slightly maybe homophobic at some time. Right. They're from like the hood of Atlanta. Mm. You're going to be homophobic when you're from the hood, isn't it? Mm. You know all the different like isms and schisms we have. Yeah. That's how we should treat it. They they tried their best and it seems like to blackboard them but they can't because obviously Migos are so popping. Mm. But that's how it should almost be. It's like, if we have this inkling about you, then mm. get rid of my man. Let's find the next young up and coming singer from Chicago mm. who doesn't like underage girls. girls isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Mm. I think I think it's it's um, it's a conversation that um, between like the differentiation of the the man and the and the music, mm. the man and exactly. the work. Yeah. So like, I think people but, appreciate but, and love but his the work, man stuff. But we don't fuck into with the his man. work. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's so true. It's got to be really hard. Cause I said, because like, if if his inspiration for a lot of this iconic material has been these young girls. Then I can't, like I said, I can't really groove. Yeah. Like I might be in, I might hey. be in the mo- in a moment. You're saying go half on the baby. That song comes mm. on, and I might just go soft. I might lose it. Yeah, it's true, <laughs> no, because you gotta analyze like some of his most iconic lines. Look, like, I don't see nothing wrong. He's um, been telling you us. You seem yeah. like you're For ready. For the most part, he's not you know even guilty. I mean? like like these, because he's been telling things. us. So listen, I've got a problem. This is what I like, <laughs> and you have to deal with it. So like see, when we do go on a restaurant, like like, 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 why are you surprised? I've been telling you. I've been telling you this whole time. It's true, man. Uh, but like even say like with Kanye, so Kanye is like, for me, he Kanye disappointed me, man. Like, cause he was like, yeah, he like massive. I loved Kanye at the beginning. I saw him, I had the white label before the album came out early, and I saw him in concert in Ali, um, Alexandria Palace. Not right. Alexandria, it was like Hamilton Palace. Right, yeah. right. Early, it wasn't even packed, it wasn't sold out. Do mm. you know what I mean? This was like, I don't even know what year it was before the album came. The first album came out. He had an EP or whatever. Like he was the guy. He stood for. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You're like me, like you're yeah. like you're not like the hardest dude. You're just a yeah. real guy, mm. like you know whatever. So, but now seeing where he's got to now, I can't like because I have I had that. And maybe that's the thing. I'd never had that real care about R. Kelly's personal life anyway. Like yeah. I only cared about the music anyway. Like, but with Kanye, I did have a connection more so with him as well. I felt mm. like not just the music. So now when I see him do all this crazy stuff, like. You're kind of a bit like disappointed, like ah, yeah. oh, like you let me down, sort of thing. When uh, it's <laughs> true that, though, because like if you're heavily invested into the person as well, mm-hmm. like, and they do some fuck shit that like kind of goes against your morals and your values exactly, and your beliefs, like, you're like, fuck, in you yeah. Like, so with him, maybe if like say for example, I cared about 
you know, R. Kelly at the at the time. And if he was I, popping, basically, if he was mm, out here, mm. number yeah. one album, yeah, touring I, the world. Yeah, and I went to his concert and I was like, yeah, R. Kelly's like the guy and like, you know, like getting inspiration from what he wears or whatever. Like, maybe then I might feel a bit more, but I never feel like I've He wore something like the BT performance, yeah. Him. Shocking jacket. Is that? Like, you know, like Louboutin, like the Stones. Oh, yeah, yeah, had a jacket yeah, with yeah, like yeah. that on. You know, like mm. the, the, that we had a little spike phase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah had all those jackets on with the hat, like, matching hat. Yeah. I'm like, bruv, you're like 50 and like, you're trying to dress like, even if you're trying to dress like the kids and the kids don't even dress like that. Yeah, it's true. Like I said, that picture on the red carpet, man was wearing like super boot cuts. Like we're off that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I was wearing like dude. boot cut, the, the propellers like and the boot cuts, it was just mad. No, nah, see, like, like I said, with R. Kelly, it's like, if he was popping then, we, 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 people might care a bit I mean, more. Now he's not popping in these yeah. streets. He's, he's just not, seen yeah. as like an R&B legend. Like, exactly. you know, like, he's got like a certified R, like R&B album. Like it's, put it it's, this way. It's dead. Go, he's, he's, gonna, he's gonna have to play, he's gonna have to wait maybe at least one or two summers possibly. He's gonna go on tour again and that's when we'll be able to gauge if, yeah, if, if it's done enough damage. Yeah, so if, for me, I wouldn't go and see him on, in concert. Mm. I would like on Spotify. I would stream, you know, if yeah. I really felt like I stream a suit, I would stream a tune. I'm, I'm not, not, not going to go wanna, If you want to do a protest, steal the music. Just go, go, <laughs> just go YouTube or something and, 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 and click an R. Kelly and just get, <laughs> one of the, get one of those things. Do that rather than support and giving the money. Yeah. If you care that much, innit? Just looking at him like, oh, <laughs> it's mad because like, I'm looking at some of my favourite songs. Like, for example, um, he done a, he done a soundtrack for Batman. Yeah. Gotham City. And yeah, he's got yeah. kids like singing on the track. <laughs> it's just making me think like, hmm. He must have been like looking at one of these kids like. His nickname is the Pied Piper for fuck's yeah, sake. Yeah, that's mad. Mm. When you if you build the case, like, if I listen, if you're a detective, you build the case around <laughs> it. There's enough. There's enough evidence there to there be like, yeah. Cool we like, songs. You're gonna we're gonna arrest you. You're not gonna get bail. You have to sit listen, down to the trial. We saw yeah. Yeah. him like engaging. We saw the video of him engaging in sexual activity with a, a minor. Mm. It looks like mm, I didn't see that video. <laughs> no, I didn't. To be honest, but you know what? Yeah, for me, I don't know. Maybe I'm weird. Like I'm on social media a lot, mm. but I don't actually care about, about a lot of stuff. Isn't a it? lot of stuff. I like I don't you. give a shit about mm. a lot of stuff. Like for me, so with that, I'm just like I see a lot of stuff on the timeline. Yeah, and I just don't really mm. give a shit. To be honest, I don't really care. Like I'll just be like, I'll look, I'll take it in, so mm. I'll know everything that's going on. Yeah, but I won't necessarily engage with it. You know I, I mean? hear you because even like I was watching a show the other day. Was that um, is Love Racist program? And of course, it was like going ham yeah. on social media. And naturally, like I said, we've had we've had discuss discussion before myself, Mr. Vans, and um, Savage Dan in regards to racial dating. And it was a topic that came up again with like the Doctor Umar Breakfast Club interview. Mm. I was gonna cover it. I was just like, you <laughs> didn't really tell me anything I don't already really know. Yeah. I still wanted to talk about on one on one aspect. I know some people probably listening to this probably watched that. It was a Channel 4 program. And they were basically was showing that people's racial stereotypes bleed over into how they pick partners. Mm. So there was one guy on there who was like, he just doesn't date mixed race girls. Mm. But they did like a, like a scientific test in terms of like, they put on these like glasses. So they monitor your eye movement and who your, your, your gaze is fixed oh, on. Wow. But it wasn't, he didn't have, even though he was the one that said, he didn't date, doesn't date mixed race girls. Yeah. Actually, when his eye was roving, it was. Okay. So it may just be more of like his mates might not necessarily like that. So 
he actually maybe does like mixed race girls because yeah, when he was yeah, looking, yeah. he didn't just look only look at white. He just looked at the mixed race. He's yeah. he wasn't specific. Yeah, but looked that, at everyone. Is there a difference between like lust and finding someone attractive to actually I'm gonna date you and yeah, no, certainly because I know there's and settle down. Listen, like we're talking about black fathers. I know a lot of men go uni, sleep a whole whole heap of white women, and then when they move back to London, <laughs> their girlfriend from before they went to uni. <laughs> <laughs> come home. Yeah, they come home. I'm not even gonna ask you anything, Ellie. I don't want to get you in trouble. Yeah, it, so man, yeah, let, yeah, let me, yeah, let me yeah. leave let's you alone. In it. Yeah, you said let's, let's not do that. <laughs> <laughs> but do you think that's do you think that's like a an accurate statement? Like, can, can love be racist? Can you be racist with your love? Can you be racist with your love? Yeah. What in terms of like your preferences and stuff? Yeah. I've. Do you know what? Yeah, like I know, like people spoke about, like in terms of. The preference, your preference is your preference, but I do feel like sometimes, yeah, people uh, can push their preference to the point where it's like, mate, that's your preference. You don't need to push it. People, the whole preference argument is like, kind of like preferences for me. Preference is shaped on a, a lot of things: your upbringing, yeah, um, society, media who you're around maybe religion culture tradition mm. those can shape your preference mm. they can shape your preference massively so when people say oh that's my preference i always hear that and i'm like personally I think that's just a cop-out yeah that's when so when some like like black men go out like, only date like that form of woman like it's, it's a cop-out yeah that's a lot of time so yeah it's shaped by those kind of things so but i think we'll do it on a, we'll, we'll probably like it's, it's a conversation that's always gonna have we're always gonna have room for it mm. so we'll cover it at some stage, yeah, um, yeah. I know everyone was kind of thrown off last week when I blurted out that we uh, I went down to the ECP, the uh, English Collection of Prostitutes. Don't say anything, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> now, it's not, now, now it's not the time for your input, Dan. <laughs> now, now, now it's not the time. It's actually like a, they, they, it's a proper, with proper mature conversation. The timing yeah. was mad. Don't say a word, Dan. <laughs> You went where? <laughs> no, I went somewhere. It's, we want to have a conversation. Well, Mr. Vans as well. No, he didn't uh, go no, with me. No, he didn't I wasn't there. But no, just, just saying, I have, I have hit them up and hit them back, and hopefully they get back to me soon. Right. We can do it in over the next few weeks. If they come here, or we go there. Um, just have a conversation. ECP. Yeah. I'm gonna Google that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you like out of order? Oh my god. <laughs> but it's been a pleasure, though. I say thanks for coming down. Yeah, once man. Again, thanks for having me, man. I've got to say, you guys are doing great things. I've been obviously a supporter, so it's good to be here. I can't wait to listen back and be like, we've well, we, 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 we been, tr- been trying to do this though. I've like, been trying to, especially people that have been supporting and actually actively listen. Yeah. yeah. Trying to get a lot of models' voices on as well. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah now nah, you guys are doing a good thing. Just be consistent, man. I coming to the live show, 5th of August. What you're doing. I, I heard, actually, I got an email about the tickets, about, yeah. about an offer or something. Because at the first, it was like expensive, so, man. I was like, <laughs> hey, li- hey, listen. <laughs> I was like, talk that talk, because I'm sure a lot of people bro, are saying the I same thing. It was like fifty pounds. I was like, mate, do you know what? I like these podcasts. But like, fifty pounds is expensive. Man. Yeah. Cause I mean, cause Dan's meant to be coming. Yeah. Yeah. Don't don't run away. Yeah, you're here. I'm trying to make sure, I'm trying to make sure everyone. I want to make I want that room as full as possible. Yeah. Um, a lot of people have listened to us from like day one, new listeners. Um, just want us to have a good experience. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna try and come down. I'm gonna try and make it. But if you, know, if you need us to talk something out, don't worry. We'll talk off here and we'll, we'll try okay. and sort something out. Um, make sure you're looked after if you come down that day as well. Yeah, man. But yeah, blessed for having me, man. It's been a pleasure. Definitely been a pleasure. Yeah, always, man. Like you, yeah. like, like like we said earlier, you know, you've been supporting us from from early. Mm. We even got like a spotlight. 
Yeah, exactly. Um, on your on your um, yeah, blog. So. That phone interview there was funny. When I was outside my house doing a phone interview, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was Free swearing and my, my neighbour was greasing me up. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good day, uh, man. Yeah, that was, that was a good, that yeah, was a good man. time. You know where to find us, though. Hashtag off the cuff pod. Come on. Good honest conversation. Never hurt anyone. I've been false forever. Um, I'm Mr. Vance. Elliot Ray. Peace. 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 Peace.